Two pros and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. And coming up on the show, Baker Mayfield makes a decision, and it's a little bit curious, the timing and all. We're also going to take a look at what would be a clown show literally in Jacksonville this weekend. We've got a brawl involving an NFL player at a Walgreens. We've got an agenda against Aaron Rodgers. we got some more Jim Harbaugh rumors. And also the great Petros Papadakis stops by the old P first time in 2022 all of it is yours coming up next year on fox sports radio yeah 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 man i'm a hustler hustler. yeah Yeah. come on brady (laughs) (laughs) i knew i would eventually get y'all man oh it's uh two and let me do this correctly let me open this up correctly it's all part of the game Two pros and a cup of Joe. Just gonna Fox mess it Sports up. Radio. We, we well, was thought, having a real OG moment, right? You just gonna mess it up with well, the hey? Uh, huh? I thought we were uh, uh, past the uh, the groovy part. Oh, we were uh, okay. on to something else. Uh, uh, it's all uh, good, but, man. Yeah, listen, you know, I you got to uh, do what makes you feel good. Yeah, you know what I mean, you just gotta gotta get that out early in the go morning. Go do it one more time for him. Hey, there you go. It's uh, go. two all pros right. and a cup of Joe. Fox Sports Radio. <laughs> it's Lavar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can listen to this show on the iHeartRadio app. You can also find us on hundreds of Fox Sports radio affiliates and wherever the hell you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning we appreciate you doing so we will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time 6 o'clock Pacific here on FSR we are approaching the final week of the regular season in the NFL uh, teams uh, already acknowledging that they are out that they are finished that they are done uh, just teams huh? yeah just, just teams are acknowledging and, that. and some players in particular some quarterbacks who've acknowledged that they are done uh, and one of those quarterbacks would be uh, Baker Mayfield, uh, who is now electing to have surgery, obviously dealing with the shoulder injury that he's been nursing uh, throughout the course majority of the season, uh, but he is going to have the surgery ASAP. He's going to be out this Sunday against Cincinnati, and uh, I got to be honest with you, I just don't get it. Uh, there's one game left. They were eliminated on Monday night, and he still played. Uh, Brady, I, I can't make sense of why this would be the move that he would need to opt out or or be done with the regular season a game early as opposed to going out there with his guys. Uh, so when this initially came out, my first thought was, well, then why did he play Monday night if they were already eliminated going into that game? Now, the reason being would be he prepared the entire time to be the starter. He'd really be putting – Case Keenum in a tough spot. He would have been putting his entire team in a tough spot because they were eliminated after the results of the games on Sunday. So kind of made some sense at that point that he would just go out, play the Monday Night Football game, and then elect to get this surgery. And I do wonder if they even had conversations before that game. But I'm with you. Like, what's a week? I mean, seriously, like, what's a week in the difference of him coming back from a non-throwing shoulder posterior labrum tear fix to, to what's going on there. So I, 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 it doesn't make as much sense to me unless this is what's at play. Unless he feels or is getting signals from the team that maybe he's not going to be there next year. Oof. I mean, they picked up his fifth-year option. It's fully guaranteed. So they're on the books for the $18 million or so, whatever the number is, 18.9, something like that, which is, by the way, a very economical amount for a starting quarterback in the NFL, if you believe, you know, that's, you know, that's what he's going to be next year for the Cleveland Browns. But I do wonder if he decided to say, we've got one game left, but we're not going to the postseason. And I don't know what's going to happen right now with the team. So I'd rather sit here and take care of myself 
as opposed to putting myself back out there to get a win for this team where I don't know that they're not going to deal me and they're not going to send me elsewhere and try to make a trade or try to figure out how to upgrade at this position or replace me. So why shouldn't I look out for my best interest? Maybe that's what's playing out right now. Mm. Uh, you definitely have to protect yourself at this this point in time. I mean, I I think that that logic makes perfectly good sense. You you practice all week. You you finish out. Uh, in terms of what this looks like for his future, I think a lot is up in the air. They they grossly underachieved this season. No one would dispute that. Uh, how much of that falls on him internally? It may be very different than external forces and how those things are being discussed. But why why risk it, right? Why why play another week when you could be getting yourself healed up and getting yourself uh, repaired for for your future? I mean, I think that for what it's worth, it's logical to say if I haven't gotten or received or redone my contract for a long-term contract, and I do have one more year left on my contract, then I should start preparing myself for next season. And if that means I'm going to be a part of this team next year, then you know what? I want to be as healthy as I can be going into the the summer, you know, the OTAs or the, the mini camps, depending on how all that stuff goes with, with COVID or whatever. But I, I think that he's going to want to be – think about it this way, right, guys – if he plays well, if he were to play this upcoming week and he plays well, does that bode better in the long run than him coming and getting as healthy as he can for the upcoming preparation for next season, like the the mini camps and different things like that? You know, to me if he's if he's still behind health-wise during during the mini camps, then that says that that sets off a red flag to the the guys that are making the decisions that you know maybe he's not going to be ready maybe he's not maybe we're going to have to go through an entire season again of Baker being hurt and being injured so I think that he's making a logical decision here to try to get himself repaired and get as as healthy as he can. I just think it makes sense. I just, but it's just a week. Like I don't, I don't know. My thing is, can he hurt it anymore? Like if this was one thing to where it was this throwing shoulder, and and it was similar to a Drew Brees who got hurt regular season finale in San Diego, and it was there was questions about whether or not he could play again. You know, I, I could understand that. But if it's a non throwing shoulder, he's been dealing with it majority of the year. To me, he would earn a lot of whether you want to say credibility, respect, whatever word you want to use. If he went out there, acknowledge. Hey, we're out, but I'm not leaving you guys behind. We're going to go yeah, out there. We're going to yeah. do this together. And maybe I'm looking at it from, you know, just uh, sort of being a little bit but naive already, to it. He, but they already did that. He he has already done that. He has he could have probably went and got that surgery long before now. Right, but I, I get what Jonas is saying. Is, is he saying he's kind of because he's competitive and he's doing it for his team and all that, that he's trying to stick it out? And, and now I guess their postseason, since those aspirations are done, it's like, well, now he's just going to throw in the towel in it. He's basically saying, like, pull a Matt Corral. Yeah, like, I mean, you're going to play in what is a meaningless game in the NFL. It's really only going to hurt their draft order, wherever, however this you know, season ends or where they end up. I mean, there's probably some Browns fans who are like, hey, we wouldn't mind losing this just so we end up in a spot where we're a little bit closer. It's not going to be a successful season anyway. And we talked about it a little bit yesterday. The reality is – 
like like a lot of places do these like what postseason grades on, on or you know season reviews when you look back. I think it's the stupidest thing in the world because in the NFL everything's pass fail. Like you either did what you were hoping you were going to do, you made it to the playoffs, you went on a run, you won the Super Bowl, you won the AFC NFC, whatever the case may be, you won your division, or you didn't. And for Cleveland, it was a really big step back from what they were a year ago. You know, they were a playoff team. They beat Pittsburgh in Pittsburgh. Like, they took a huge stride for this organization since they came back in 99. And this year, they took almost a step back. I mean, maybe two steps back, depending on how you look at it. But there was a lot of, you know, extenuating circumstances with COVID, with injuries, you know, uh, even with a coaching staff not being able to be a part of it. So there's, there's reasons for that, and I understand, you know, every team deals with that. But they probably dealt with a little bit worse this season. So, like, I kind of see the whole thing of what's going on. I just think the timing of this, and Jonas had kind of pointed this out, is really interesting as to when he's decided now to say, all right, enough's enough. Like, what is one more game in trying to ride this thing out with your teammates and with your guys? But if you feel like, hey, there's no point in it because we don't have any postseason aspirations now, let Case Keenum have a week to prepare and give him a shot, so be it. I just... I would hope that you'd want to try to go out on a better note than what we saw the last two games. And I think, look, I I like Baker Mayfield probably more than a lot of people, and I do think he gets hammered by a lot of people in the media, maybe too much so, because he's shown that he can be bothered by it and he'll bite back. He brings it on himself. I I like him too. I think he should be the long-term guy, but he does bring a lot of this on himself. Totally agree. But that being said, I mean, this was Baker Mayfield post-game, and if you were to tell me after these comments, what do you think he's going to do for the regular season finale, I would just assume he was going to play based on these comments following Monday's game at Pittsburgh. Yeah, I mean, it's <clears throat> it's not going to always be pretty or smooth, but um, I'm a fighter. Uh, if anybody ever questions how much I want it, just turn on this tape. Uh, it was pretty, but I kept going, kept swinging. Um, that's who I am, and that's what I continue to be. That's um, how I've always been. So I'm just a little surprised why he decided he didn't want to play. Again, I, I, I think that you could use the logic the totally opposite direction, right? It doesn't it doesn't always have to be cynical or in 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 the approach of it you you can look at it from the standpoint of he again he has wrote written it out with his guys they have written it out together and wrote it out together and 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 for what it's worth where they're at right now who knows what the internal conversations are right let's get you ready for for next season you know if they were if they were in a position where i mean i guess now that doesn't really matter but I mean, in years past, you you have guys that they rest up on on the last week before the playoffs, and they don't play until they get into the first round. If you're saying that this is and and for what it's worth, I mean, let's let's look at it at face value on this. If you're thinking that he he's your, which we don't know if Cleveland's thinking this yet or not, but if you're thinking this is your franchise quarterback, a week does matter. It does matter to 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 get everything going, to get the process, the road of recovery, uh, and and being repaired. It does matter, and and so if you're looking at him and you're valuing him as your franchise guy, then that's something that I would assume internally everybody is aware of that. I would assume you know Miles Garrett and and the rest of these guys, Juice and all those guys realize how much pain the dude is in and how much he's pushing to get through. I mean, when when I did the game against Detroit, Cleveland versus Detroit, and I did the interviews with him, 
you know, the way that those those players talked about Baker Mayfield, I mean, Juice Landry said that he would he wouldn't he would wouldn't rather play for another quarterback other than Baker Mayfield, which is to me is high praise. You know, I mean, look, I love that. It's a great sentiment and statement. He's his quarterback now. You put his ass with Tom Brady or, or Aaron Rodgers. Oh, oh I could dig. Yeah, of course. Come on, yeah, man. of course. I mean, <laughs> Come on, son. you know, I, I get where I, I get that too. But you're I mean, the most but, beautiful but, woman in the world. Uh, Halle Berry on line two. Sorry, uh, babe, gotta go. Oh, like, she's getting a little older. Give me a, give me a different name. But uh, I'm with you. Sign here. I'm out. I, but but again, for the thought of it in the moment, it seemed genuine. And and if did you they get caught up, hold on. Did you get caught up in that production meeting? Uh. I felt a little bad for them. Listening to the way they sounded and and the way oh. that they were trying to make sense of things, I might have got a little caught up into like if, it. If they could have played some soundtrack music underneath it, like it would have been like more of that like soft orchestra. It would have been Enya, E E N Y A. It would have been some like Book of Days, you know? Yeah. Was there anybody you were talking to that you were like? Yeah, they're full of crap. I'm I'm a former player. I know how this goes. They're just not telling the truth. Coach, uh, Coach Wood. Yeah, yeah. I'm about to say Coach Wood. Yeah. And he really wanted – a, 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 Glenn, a Glenn wanted to really say some other things. I could tell he, he wanted to, you know. But but he just, you know, you, you mask that with we just got to get better. You know, that's when you, when you hear a coach – when you hear a coach can't say anything really good and then at a certain point they say, hey, you know, we just got to get better. That's code word for we stink. <laughs> These dudes stink. I, I got a bunch of stank, and they've given me this to oh, maintain man. my job with us stanking. You just have to find five minutes with the coach before the production meeting, after the production meeting, or on the field if you have a chance to go to practice or walk through – that's when the, you get the real info. And then, you know, as an analyst, especially talking on TV, you have to decide. Like, does it fit? Does it make sense? Should I even say this? Or how do I say this? Like, that's where you start to develop relationships with them where they can be a little bit more candid in the production meetings because they'll hear if you, like, out them about something that you said, but they're not going to trust everyone in that production meeting room. So it's not even about, like, the coach not trusting the analyst. It's more about other people sitting in the room. Because they know how TV works, and they know a lot of the you know producers, directors, other people involved, they'll talk. And if you say enough in those production meeting rooms and it gets out, you start to hear those rumor mills, you know it's not coming from the analyst. It's usually coming from the other people who are involved you know, around the production of that game. That's funny. Up next, if you've been listening to this show over the past couple of months, we tried to warn you, tried to tell you, tried to get everybody a clue, tried to let them all know what was really going on with one team in the NFL that was on the verge of a Super Bowl not that long ago, and it turns out we were 100% spot on. We'll give you all the details next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. It's Brady's band. Tool. Thanks, Jonas. Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. Thanks, Jonas. <laughs> I, was, I was expecting something else. Oh, that's uh, funny. Right when I think I'm getting fastball, he goes off speed. Uh, Brady. We've already taken one dump uh, this 2022. Well, I'm not going to dump on you again, so. Oh, I man. got dumped yesterday. I, yeah, you I, I, and, and you know what? I don't feel like I was supposed to get dumped. 
perfect. I got to be honest. I mean, you come from a, a preacher's household. Like, I don't think you really used the the term they thought you did. Yeah, I didn't. There was a T on there. Yeah, and yeah. I said "darn" on top of that. You know, it's like some little trigger happy. Back I, there, I can't even know? give you the example because I might get dumped. But exactly. it, it certainly is <laughs> not a term that that was. You know, yeah, I am a preacher's kid. Yeah, I mean, there's. I, uh, I, I understand the 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 terminology and. Where you can go and where you can't go. I mean, but if it's you know, it's like in the NFL, if there's a penalty or not, if it was a bad call, it still counts as a penalty. I mean, I mean, when it comes to the dump, you know, scale and dump ratings here so far in 2022, Lavar is high atop the list. I Preachers' mean, kids but, have potty mouths though, and and they're they're freaks, you know. By Whoa. the way, what do you mean by that? Oh, yeah, what freaks, You know, you get. What, you guys you go know, to a church camp or something? You live a little. You live a little bit more on the edge because you know all the rules and regulations. <laughs> on oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was about to say too much. Yeah, so, that's right. I'm just saying, you what know, you can, there, I'm just saying, you know, you can get forgiveness. That's all. Yeah. Oh, no. I thought it was going to be more of like you kind of know like right and wrong, so you kind of live, you know, on the edge of that wrong. Where like some people might just be ignorant to all of it, so they're just like, I don't know what I should be doing here. Yeah. Like, mm. No. 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 You I know, know exactly what you should be doing. You know the difference between right and wrong, but you also know that you always have a chance to be forgiven. Yes. Yeah, that is like do real bad things. And then if you know the Bible well enough, you're like, well, this character in the Bible did this and this was way worse than what I did. And they got forgiveness for it. So I'm just going to go ahead and shoot my shot. You know, yeah, that's how, you know, young, you know, preachers, kids like myself used to handle. All right. So uh, we're going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It coming up later on in the hour. Uh, but in case you might have missed this show over the past uh, couple of months, we've been trying to tell you uh, that the armpit fart of the NFL is the Jacksonville Jaguars. They can try and uh, pin it on uh, Urban Meyer, and we got to get rid of Herb. He's the problem. And they can have a, a he nerdy... He became the fall guy. Huh? Of course. Yeah, he was, he was the fall guy. It was like Chris Carter at the uh, rookie symposium. They years thought ago. he was going to be the fall guy. Yeah. Kind of backfired on, and then all of a all of a sudden we approach uh, week eighteen in the NFL, and uh, as it turns, uh, according to the Associated Press, there was a report that came out. uh, Mark Long of the Associated Press, who says that some Jaguars fans are planning to dress up as clowns. For this Sunday's finale against the Indianapolis Colts. So we're going to have an old-fashioned clown out. Back in the day, it was uh, the brown paper bags over the faces at New Orleans Saints game. They call them the Aints. Uh, Brady Quinn, the Jacksonville Jaguars are taking it up a notch. We're going to get clowns at whatever the hell that stadium is with swimming pools in the top deck. How about that? Apparently, the clowns are also going to have the signature mustache that is donned by Shad Khan. Oh. Just to represent. That's actually who... They are referring to as a clown. Oh, um, man. So kind of interesting. I mean, look, this team outside of one miracle run, thanks to playoff Leonard Fournette and an unbelievable defense to the AFC Championship game, outside of that one miracle season, aberration, whatever you want to call it, they haven't been anything close to that. And a lot of it has to do, again, with Shad Khan you know, overseeing all of this. And I think really uh, falling victim to what a lot of owners fall victim to. They make their money in some other industry, and then they buy an NFL franchise or a sports franchise and a team, and they think that they can just you know have success because they've got a ton of money. And it, and it always strikes me as odd because for the most part, a, a lot of the lessons or ways 
that these owners made their money, if they even made it, if they're not inheriting it, right? It was the fundamentals and things that, like, they're not applying to the NFL franchise. And, and that's where they kind of fall apart and go wrong. So the reality is, for Shad Khan, you know, he's lucky he's not in a bigger market. If, can you imagine if this team moved to London, the amount of flack he would take if they were as bad as they have been since he's taken over as owner? I mean, it would be, it would be a bloodbath in that sports media market considering, like, the buttons, you know, they push over there across the pond. But it, it's, it's tough to watch this, and it's tough even more just to listen to all the media that, again, you want to make Urban Meyer the scapegoat. You, you know, once he leaves, you see just even how bad this team is, even without him. And, and I feel terrible for Trevor Lawrence because at the end of the day, he is one of the most draftable prospects we had ever seen in that number one overall position. And he is thrusted into a bad organization that's ultimately going to eat away at what he can truly be as a player and as a talent in the NFL. And it's a sad, sad deal. And it happens all too often. And you know what? It'll just be moving on. Here's another sad story of a can't-miss prospect that missed. <laughs> it's, it just happens way too often. And that's that's just the reality of what pro football, you know, pro sports in general, you know, it presents. I mean, think about this. They were less than three minutes away. There was under three minutes to go at Foxborough in the AFC title game. They had a lead in, to go to the Super Bowl. That was less than four years ago. What the hell happened? I, and that that roster, had to, you had Jalen Ramsey and, and studs, as Brady pointed, Leonard Fournette, and, and there was a play that was missed by Leonard Fournette in that game. But if you would have said, hey, less than four years from now, uh, Urban Meyer will have come and gone. Jalen Ramsey and all those superstars are gone. Oh, and by the way, in the regular season finale, uh, fans are going to dress up like clowns with a Shad Khan mustache and show up to the game. People would have thought you were crazy. That's what a disaster this team has been. And and, and to, just to see it play, that's why I, I'm fascinated to see who they end up with as a coach. Like like what like what what is the direction they're going to take here? And and Trent Balky, the report is he's safe, but I, I don't oh, know how yeah. you're not looking at this entire thing going. That's- this is a problem. That's, our, that's the other part of the frustration, right, is that they're keeping Bulky as a part of it. I think the fans are wise to his track record and just how this whole thing has run and the fact that, I mean, he survived the last regime. He was the holdover from the last regime. And, and maybe, you know, that's if you asked Urban Meyer, one of the mistakes he made was keeping Trent Bulky in place and not having someone that he could bring in that he trusted that wasn't going to kneecap him or you know talk behind his back to force what happened earlier this season. So I mean that's that's part of the frustration too. I think for the fans is is leaving someone in place that you know how all these leaks got out. You know how all this stuff came out. It's not that hard to figure out where the source was, where it was coming from, and, and that's the hard thing about any organization when you have that sort of dysfunction going on. You have to just start over and wipe clean. Yeah. And it's unfortunate for a lot of the people who are a part of that organization that get caught up in it, but that's the reality, is you've got to just wipe the whole thing clean, build back up, and give some of these young, talented players, Trevor Lawrence in particular, a guy like Josh Allen, LaVisca Chenault, whoever you want to talk about, James Robinson, you know, you can throw in a bunch of these young players, they've got talent there, but you've got to give them a shot and a chance 
and you're not with the way this organization is operating right now. So good for the fan base there in Jacksonville. I just wish there was more than – you know, 40 people doing this. Yeah. I, I don't think it's going to be a huge showing. It's kind of like, remember when they were trying to get Tebow? They were trying to get the Jaguars to sign Tebow yeah. like way back when, and they had like 10 people standing outside the stadium. It was, <laughs> it was a huge rally, but, you know, that was that was the kind of drumming up support they really got for it. <laughs> well, it's the old uh, the old trick in uh, professional wrestling. They call it papering the arena, where when you know you can't draw a lot of people, you just got give out a bunch of free tickets to make oh, sure yeah. it looks like it's more uh, full than it actually is. I mean, they ought to try that. Just start giving out some free tickets. Paper that stadium. Get or people it, out there. It's all about the, the camera angles. I mean, you can make 10 people good point. look like a lot of people. When you get close-ups, you get them kind of like bunched in together, and they're all yelling really in the camera, and then you actually pan out, and you're like, oh, that's just a technical Oh, And by the way, let me ask you this, because you live in Florida. Jacksonville, what's the humidity like this time of year, uh, and how's that clown makeup going to feel uh, if they're dressed up uh, like uh, they're at the circus with a shotgun Oh, no, no, mustache? it'll be perfect outside. Okay. Like this time of year, it is why you live in Florida at any port. It actually might be pro- – if I had to guess, I'd say it's like 72 up there for game day it would be perfect weather for it but jacksonville is much different than where you're at brady i mean no 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 no. but it ain't that different this time of year i mean that's, that's it, like atlanta i'll look at the extended forecast and, and i'll tell you right now it'll be beautiful weather up there for what sunday yeah perfect yeah. for a clown out man i'm into <laughs> it the like, high uh, on sunday in jacksonville is 78 degrees the lowest 62 that actually is perfect football yeah, weather i'm not lying to you like this is why you live in florida this time of year is for the weather across the entire state it is beautiful it's nice perfect for football weather or if you want to don a clown costume and yeah. put a bunch of makeup on a fake mustache this will be the time of year to really come out and do it week 18 of the nfl and season now do you wear do you what do you have on what can is considered a clown costume because you can't have just the paint and the wig like you've got to have a rubber nose you got to right. have the you shoes you got to have the onesie yeah is it a onesie? Is that it's what they like go with? Like a, a unitard? What, what do they call that? It's like a onesie, and sometimes you white either, gloves. You, you had like the the collar that that fluffs out, or you, or you have the jacket. You know, <laughs> I know what yeah. you're saying, but it's all got to right. be shiny. You know, can't, that's a good point. Be shiny. Uh, I, uh, do you have to have any like props? Like, do you have to have one of those things? Like, honk, honk. Yeah, yeah no. the, the little horn. What about, yeah, what about yeah. Homie the Clown? Homie the Clown had that had uh, that sock. sock. I mean, yeah. you could bring one of those and have some fun. Homie the Clown. Uh, this is making me think of it though. Don't mess around. Yeah, yeah. Scary I mean, movie. yeah, yeah. That is, yeah. Beep beep, you know. Richie. Um, yeah. Now here's this is never gonna, watched a scary movie. Let's see if Brady has uh, heard any of the conversations that I've had with the in-laws uh, while on the phone. Brady, what? How do you say clown in uh, Spanish? Uh, you would say payaso. There it is. Uh, there's my guy right there. You don't know how I know that, Lavar. Basically, Jonas calls me a payaso uh, four times a week. Right. Oh, That's, wow. uh, it's just yeah. a fun word. I'll pay attention. You say it to me, I'll punch you in your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, but. <laughs> yeah, um, I'll pay attention to you guys. Hey, and, and by the way, that. aren't you more excited to watch that Jags game now? Because I know there's like this uh, this you know thing out there where it's like, well, you know, if the Jags win that game and the Raiders and Chargers end in a tie, uh, they could yeah. just end in a tie and both go to. The, that's not happening. All right, so let's not even have a, a fake conversation. What if the Jags beat the Colts? Yeah, like come on, well, man. Yeah, because the Colts have to win to get in. I it, mean, it's it, it, it's dumb. It is dumb, but it would be amazing though if it did somehow happen. And then you you looked at the Chargers and Raiders. They just looked at each other. And they're like, "Yep, yeah, we're just gonna kneel the whole time." That'd yeah. be wonderful. That would, mean, it would be amazing to see, just to ensure they both get in. I would be curious though, like what the seating would look like in that case. I don't even know. I wouldn't even. I, well, it, I mean, it would make sense. It would make the most sense to have it play out that way, if they would have to play each other again in the first round 
of the wild card round, but they couldn't in that case because they'd both be wild cards. So obviously they'd be they'd be positioned to play someone else. See, I, I just I'm more excited to watch the Jags game now that I know people are going to dress up like that. So whatever it is, a uh, hell of a hype job for the uh, well, Jaguars. Who knew it was going to take this? What's that? I mean, that should be part of our over-unders. I'm just I, well, I mean, I'm into it. Who knows? It could be on Knox Locks as well, too, which is on a torrid pace, mm, uh, which, by the way, you can hear that every Saturday morning here at Fox Sports here Radio. Go. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports Business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. He's Mike Carmen. I'm Dan Byard. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex. Twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup. Sit, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts it's two pros and a cup of joe here on fsr you can hang out with us as always on the iHeartRadio app and we are going to take uh <laughs> take you all the way up until 9 eastern time 6 a.m pacific right here on fsr what's wrong money don't make you cooler I, that's all i'm gonna tell you <laughs> oh you looking at uh, that's all i'm gonna say money don't little, make you better man. little, little jimmy ursay don't make you feel her, but drugs may make you feel cool. I mean, yes. that's, that's uh, fair enough. Yeah, but, but we got to, uh, is it is is Jim Mercer's musical career, is it better or worse than uh, James Dolan of the Knicks? Because there's JD um, in the straight shot, uh, James Dolan's band, which is just, I mean, it's like listening to homeless people barf on each other. Oh, geez. Uh, there you I'm just go saying, with your homeless I'm just no, saying, no, that's, no, what it, that's what it sounds like. What, I, you had a, to, I had a, you can't I, paint a picture here? I had a homeless person out, out back Tell me to f off while I was in the in the parking lot this morning. Oh so. yeah, bro. You know the last time I gave food to a homeless person, they're like, "I don't want that garbage," and I was like, "Okay, yeah, well. we've hit uh, all time odd <laughs> time to to like try to help someone." Yeah, it, I mean, literally, I didn't even touch it too. It was like it was like a side order. I think of I forget what it was. It was tacos or something, and they were like, "Yeah, no, I don't want that." I was like, "Okay, <laughs> well, listen, uh, I'm I mean, for offering." Yeah, you know, choosy. Just, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> But back to Ursay. Yeah, back to Ursay. Yeah, real quick. (laughs) Yes, he has like a legit band around him. Yes, and then he's like the drunk guy at a karaoke bar who thinks he's (laughs) a lot better than he actually is. Yep. And you're like, oh man, this is uh, it's not good, but. I, I think the clip I sent you, he's got like a three-man band. One of my buddies said, well, it's three and a half if you count the tree. That's helping yeah, him stand Yeah, he's holding that tree the yeah. whole time. I mean, <laughs> that was his safety blanket for <laughs> sure. He did not leave that tree alone. Well, he doesn't want to fall over. Started right. with his back to the camera. <laughs> yeah. right, let me have my – why <laughs> is he – 
Why is he hammered singing outside the Washington Monument? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I mean, why not be an indie? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, why are you in the nation's capital oh, doing it? Man. Uh, all right. Uh, so coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, we are going to have another edition of In Case You Missed It. Uh, all sorts of shenanigans will ensue. It's yours right here on FSR. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, oh, oh. Take hats off. Take shirts off. Put a clown nose on because we're at uh, Jaguars. Yeah, <laughs> Jaguar fans. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh, oh I'm sorry. What, uh, a, what a good time that yeah. franchise is. Uh, by the way, uh, coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now here, two pros and a cup of Joe, uh, you talk about an agenda in the NFL. Somebody's got one, uh, and it is causing a lot of conversation. Uh, we'll get into that for you here on FSR Great right read. now. Great read. It is time for this. Sometimes you can't get to everything in the world of sports or entertainment. Good thing the guys are here to bring you in case you missed it. And uh, Lee DeLapp, our normal executive producer, is out, so we turn the reins over to the superstar himself, Justin Cooper, everybody. Yeah! yeah. What up, Coop? Yeah! yeah. yeah. What's up, what Coop? Up, Coop? Yeah! Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah. Go Vic hey, Fangio! Coop, Coop, what's your Twitter wrong? What's that? What's your Twitter handle? It's at UH Bronco fan, so a uh, Bronco fan. Yeah. Huh. Who the heck is Justin Cooper? There's another one out there that involves Coop that, that heavily tweets into our show. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Suck it, Coop. That oh, one? Yeah. yeah that's, oh, wow. Yeah. That's that's Justin in Cincinnati. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. Coop, uh, I mean, big uh, Vic Fangio fan. Looking forward to having him back next year. So, uh, no. Big stuff here. Definitely not. Yeah. Hey, did you hear my theory on what they should do? What's that? Go after Nathaniel Hackett, the OC at Green Bay, and see if you can get Aaron Rodgers with him. Yeah, that would be great. I would. I'll, I'll take Aaron Rodgers. I'll take Russell Wilson. I'll take anybody. What about Deshaun Watson? Yeah, absolutely. Well, if he gets cleared. Well, <laughs> well, well. <laughs> for a second there, you didn't even hesitate. I don't think you're that concerned about what's going on off the field. Uh, well, I mean, if he's in, you know, if he's in jail, he can't play quarterback for the team. So, well, that's that. Oh wow. Yeah. I got locked up. <laughs> they won't let me out. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, uh, trouble with the law. Oh, no. Uh, did you guys see that not only did uh, Titans linebacker defensive end, he gets described as both, uh, Bud Dupree, not only did he get charged with misdemeanor assault, but there was leaked video uh, from his uh, altercation at Walgreens where he got in a brawl with, uh, I guess, I guess there were two employees. Uh, they were videotaping him i guess or recording him with his uh, with their cell phones and he did not appreciate that and so they got into a little bit of a scuffle i watched the video uh looks like they have not updated their security system since the 90s uh but there's uh, there's other video as well from cell phones and i, I it's just uh, it's interesting to me brady did you ever get upset at people uh sticking their phones in your face oh or? yeah big time who me yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I mean usually i'm i'll just be like what what are you doing I mean, hi. Like, what's <laughs> happening? Never, never an altercation, though. No, because that's where they're like they win. If someone's taping you, like they own, like that's where they win, because they're gonna. They're, there's no upside for you to act out or whatever if they're doing that. Now, the hard thing is if you've asked them not to repeatedly, and they keep doing it. 
now they're being an a-hole. But in this society, we're now everyone's just guilty, and they have to prove their <laughs> innocence, which is a slippery slope. And that's the problem. Is like we don't give Bud Dupree in this instance the benefit of the doubt. We don't know if there is more to this story, and if someone was treating him like an a-hole or doing something he asked them not to do. Well, like in the video. Uh, the person who was filming Bud Dupree looks like a, a horse jockey. Like, they look tiny. <laughs> and and I'm surprised Bud Dupree wasn't able to get the phone away right away because there was a legitimate scuffle. Um, but it's not like he, he was beating the hell out of this person. And to Coop's point, this video... I mean, the Zabruder film had better quality. Like, what are we looking at here? What is this? <laughs> yeah. It's just weird how this it's whole bad. thing uh, went they down. They're going to try to get some money out of Bud. Oh, that's all that's Big about. time. Big time. Don't don't violate people's personal space though, man. That's yeah, as long seriously. as they don't violate your personal space. I mean, you just got to be able to handle. Jonas does that. Jonas is a big hugger. Like he hugs a lot. That's I'm a like hugger a, too. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, yeah. but I only hug people that that you know uh, are good see, looking. Well, yeah, yeah that's you. See the see the problem is is like Coop. You know, is an actor. He's famous. Lavar, yeah. a great football player, famous. Brady, legendary football player. Uh, uh, you see him on TV. Uh, he's famous. I'm not, so I don't have to worry about any of this. So you guys got problems, and I don't. What are you, ta- what are you talking about? Yeah. Front man for dishevel. That's a good point. Yeah. That is, that is yeah. a great point, Coop. Uh, no doubt about it. There's Crickets a couple everywhere. amateur porn films, though. Someone said I need to <laughs> yeah. look into that you were it's actually called, a part uh, of. Jonas? It's called, uh, uh, it's called yeah. Jonas Knox. It's uh, Lenny. Oh, yeah, it's Lenny. Lenny <laughs> Le- <laughs> last name spelled <laughs> Yeah, Lenny Lightswitch. Uh, oh, anybody no. seen it? Yeah, oh, no. Oh, no. One man's video is another man's thermos. Okay. There you go. That is taken out of context. What does that even mean? I don't even know. All right. Moving on here. Do you do you guys remember do you guys remember Isaiah Wilson? No. Yeah. First the offensive line. Did he jump out of a window at like a college party? Oh yeah, from the Titans. Yes. yes. This guy's got the weirdest story. He's he's up to all kinds of stuff all the time. He so he just got let go by his third team in, in less than two years. The Giants let him go. Uh, this time, uh, they're saying it was because he continually fell asleep in meetings. <laughs> well, <laughs> could be narcoleptic. <laughs> a lot of people sleep in meetings, man. <laughs> You know, there's the old adage, stand up. You know, <laughs> if your job matters to you, stand up. This guy's a character. Earlier, he released, like, in his career, he released a rap song when he wasn't on a team. Uh, he was arrested at gunpoint after a high-speed car chase, and then the, the passenger he was with had acid on them, which is interesting. That's not usually the drug that you find in the in the car with the, the players, but I was mean. A, with a player? What What drug would you find, Coop? Some, some weed? Yeah, I mean, the, some a lot weed, of the times some... it's, it's marijuana. A little green wolf, a little hippie lettuce. Stay off the weed. I mean, what else, Coop? If you had to pick another narcotic that would be found a in a car, powder, powder, yeah, uh, cocaine, it? yeah. Okay. yeah. There you go, a little booger sugar, a little, yeah, right. booger sugar. <laughs> that's that's good. All, All right. right, so it, yeah, so cocaine. Stick around uh, more on what drugs would be found in a player's car with Justin Cooper outside of LSD. What is this? The seventies? <laughs> <laughs>